I'm Danny, that witch next door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. everyone. Welcome back or welcome for your first time to an episode here at That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door. I'm going to be your host, your guide, your mentor and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And today we are pressing on through our current, still kind of new, budding uh, astrology mini-series, How to Work with the Planet and today is Mars. Marzi. I adore Mars. I'm probably going to end up saying that about each of them, aren't I? If you know me, I probably will. Um, today, today, we're talking about Mars. And I, I think that most of us love Mars energy because Mars is where a lot of our energy comes from. (laughs) A lot of our physical uh, momentum and fuels. So Mars is a good one to get to know in your your chart because this is considered an inner or personal planet. So all of the planets, let's see here, um, your big three, the sun, your moon sign, and your rising sign. Those are your big three. Those are personal placements. Um, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and well, you kind of start getting into the gray area with Jupiter and Saturn. Um, As far as interpersonal planet or more of a generational planet. So they are overall personal. They're not necessarily generational, but do make note that Jupiter and Saturn are kind of the points in the solar system where we're starting to get to the outer. We're starting to think and see the traits um, and characteristics of these planets as a bit further reaching, longer lasting, more profound kind of a deal. And not profound meaning uh, some planets are more important than the other. I just mean as far as how loud and wide and, and spreading their effects are and their rulership is. Okay, Mars uh, being one of the closest planets to the sun. Um, Mars is just on the other side of earth from the sun. So, and I really do always remember the order of the planets from my childhood acronym. I don't know if you had the same one. Ours was my very excited mother just served us nine pizzas. (laughs) That's what ours was. And you bet your ass that's how I remember the order the planets are in to this day. It's kind of like saying Wednesday when you're spelling Wednesday. (laughs) Um, So Mars is the mother in that acronym. It's right on the other side of earth. And uh, this means that it takes Mars a little bit longer to make a full revolution around the sun than Earth does. So, so far we've talked about Mercury, we've talked about Venus. Both of those planets make a full revolution around the sun faster than Earth does. And Mars is the first planet being an outer, uh, outer Earth planet. 
uh, longer. So Mars's orbit is 687 days, which is approximately 1.88 Earth years. So almost two full Earth years, Mars makes its full revolution around the sun. Mars is also, fun fact, Mars is the planet that goes into retrograde motion the least frequent. Mars goes retrograde about every 26 months, just over just over every two years. And it's retrograde for about two months. And so overall, this is not too shabby, I guess you could say, in the retrograde department. Um, this is compared with, I was just comparing it with a couple other quick planets um, online while I was doing my research. Uh, Pluto, for example, spends about 40% of its time in a retrograde cycle. That's why Pluto goes retrograde so much. Um, Mercury, Mercury, remember the Mercury episode? Mercury goes retrograde about three times a year. Um, so, roughly. So, this is, to give you a little bit of context, this isn't super, super often, which is something I always thought is interesting since I have a retrograde Mars in, in my chart. So uh, this planet is all about, remember we were talking about energy and fuel. This is our planet of action, capital A, action. So this makes a lot of sense in uh, Mars ruling Aries and Scorpio, both having quite a bit of energy. Scorpio is definitely, their high energy is usually described as intense. Um, And Aries energy is actually very often referred to as intense. So this makes a lot, a lot of sense that both of these signs are ruled by by Mars. So Mars is our planet of action. This is our assertion, how we assert ourselves, ourselves, how we confront ourselves, how we confront other people and other situations. And Mars is also our desire. And that is a very key, key element here in this planet. And in, in the desire is where we find our sex drive, our lusts. Um, and this is honestly where we find a lot of our fuel, actually. A lot of our fuel is also in our action and our confrontation or our assertion. But we have to remember that a lot of our fuel is in our actual desire. Folks, do you realize what this is saying? Mars is the planet that teaches us that what we want matters. And I think that's a big reason why I really love Mars. Um, When I really made that connection for the first time, I was like, ugh, cool. (laughs) And it makes a lot of sense. Remember the Aries pep talk episode and about how Aries gives so many fucks and Aries is this fucking warrior of the individual. So Mars in mythology is in in Greek mythology is named Ares and this is god of war okay um this is where that that drive and that confrontation come from but we really don't want to leave out this this drive for what we desire that's so fucking important in Mars um This houses our motivations, our movements, and our momentum. 
And so this is a really beneficial planet to work with. There's a lot, which is funny. I think that Mars is considered one of the malefic planets. I don't talk a lot about that here. Um, Sorry, I'm kind of name dropping it right now. Some planets in astrology, I think it's traditional astrology, are considered malefic or benefic. I don't even know if I'm saying it the right way. It's not a concept that I adore, so I don't really adopt it personally. And it's kind of this concept that some planetary energy leans, well, what do you think those words mean, good or bad? And I I really think that we benefit from each and all of them. And it's about activating and nurturing them in a healthy and in a balanced way. Um, I think that there's light and shadow to each planetary energy. So, but I will tell you that traditionally speaking, this planet has got a bit of a rough reputation. Another one of those malefic planets is Saturn to give you an idea. So um, Mars definitely has a rough reputation and that's where um, we get our we see this shitty um, reputation really reflected in the shitty reputation that the emotion anger has. We really have gotten to a point in our society, in our efforts to kind of lift up and empower being vulnerable, being softer, um, embracing weakness and strength. Um, we've, we've started, uh, a little inadvertently as a society to demonize some of these counter qualities. And we need to remember that we were born with, with, uh, both sides of the spectrum here. Again, this is about moderation and balance here. So yes, we want to, um, we definitely want to put just as much value into being soft and being vulnerable and being passive. And we can put the value that belongs in our assertion, in our ability to act and take initiative. This is where a lot of our innovation comes from. Okay. So this is why, again, I don't see this as a, as a malefic planet necessarily, or again, I don't put that kind of vibe over, over Mars because when we work with our Mars, this is how we confront our desires and then further explore the motivations and reasons behind those. So there's actually quite a lot of healing that can come from working with your Mars placement. And this is something that you want to do anyways, because the planet that uh, houses your actions and will tell you a lot about how you move, how you act, what motivates you, what you want, that's really uh, helpful information to have, okay? Being in control of our actions is really helpful. <laughs> so um, some facts about Marsy. So like I said, Mars rules Aries and Scorpio. Mars is of the element of fire. Shocker. I bet you could guess that. <laughs> uh, Mars rules Tuesdays. Okay. Tuesdays, Mars day. And the energy of Mars is considered yang or left-brained or divine masculine. Okay. 
Um, this is on uh, toward that end of the spectrum of energy and vibration, okay? Colors associated with Mars, another shocker here. Crimson, maroon, uh, oranges, and reds. Really, if it makes you think of fire, it's probably associated in a good color to connect with Mars. <laughs> so how do I work with Mars? Well, uh, I first, again, like we, we talk about, I go to my birth chart first. So Mars in general is this fire planet. Mars rules, uh, Aries. You might have an Aries Mars. Uh, for me though, I have, uh, Mars and Gemini and this is retrograde and it's in my 10th house. My 10th house is ruled, however, by Taurus. And this is really, really helpful information because when I'm trying to learn about my actions, my motivations, my movements, it's important to know the house or the area of life that that planet, right, those qualities are mainly living in, which is my 10th, makes a lot of sense. I put lots of my movement and lots of my fuel into my career and my my contribution to society if you will through my through my job and all of my work but this area of my life is not ruled by gemini overall i find that mars enjoys being in the sign of gemini because mercury is a very high energy planet and Mercury rules Gemini. So Gemini is really, really used to a lot, a lot of intense, high, fast moving energy. So when Mars is in that sign, there is a lot of harmonious fuel there. This also makes me really, really prone to burnout, to frequent burnout, quite honestly. Um, now, if you have your Mars placement in a zodiac sign that we associate with a little bit slower or maybe even a lot slower of movement, like Cancer or like Taurus, we might see Mars struggle a little bit more. We might see Mars struggle with maybe maybe uh, those placements act in, in bursts. They really act in bursts and their actions look like these ebbs and flows of like, big spikes and bursts of movement followed by long periods of lack of movement and stillness. Um, we might see Mars in some earth placements, and maybe this even includes Taurus too, um, maybe finding a nice steady plateau that it can kind of latch onto and just kind of chug along, okay? So understanding the kind of movement and energy of the zodiac sign that your Mars is in is gonna give you a huge indicator of your kind of natural energy and fuel and what those patterns look like on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month and overall basis, okay? Um, so I work for me on Tuesdays, for example, um, I really, really connect with my Mars and Gemini where I record a lot on Tuesdays. A lot of my episodes that I, I record happen to be on Tuesdays or purposefully scheduled on Tuesdays. I schedule um, clients on Tuesdays as well. And uh, really anything that requires a lot of mental capacity and a lot of physical energy, I schedule on Tuesdays. I'm really like 
it feels like I'm in my element on Tuesdays. And a really healthy, nurtured Mars sign, this can be really possible for you as well. Um, so I give myself a little bit more multitasking on those days. Again, I'm, I'm tending to the Gemini side of that Mars placement. Let's say you have a placement in a really high energy sign like Gemini, but that's not your Mars. And your Mars is actually, and maybe, maybe your Mercury's in Gemini. And, um, and your really natural high intense energy, that high mental capacity function, you're, you find yourself more leaning into and finding that flow on Wednesdays. Maybe your Mars is in a, a slower moving or just a lower energy sign. And so maybe for you on Tuesdays, it's allowing yourself the permission to slow down a bit, get a little bit extra rest, make sure that you plan a little bit extra time for more refuel or recharge. Okay. You can also use Mars to work on refueling and recharging. It doesn't, and this is where a lot of Mars energies burn out and go south is we're constantly using our Mars sign to go, go, go. When we need to also look to and learn through our Mars sign on the most proper and efficient way for us to refuel ourselves as well. Okay, so what you would want to do, I hope that this gave you a lot of good inspiration. I hope that you're excited to learn more about and connect with your Mars placement. So what you want to do is you want to go in your birth chart. You want to locate your Mars placement. What sign is it in? What house is it in? Is that house ruled by the same sign or is it ruled by a different one? Because again, for me, I come up a little bit against some dichotomy where I've got this very fast, fast, fast moving uh, Mars placement in a house in an area of life ruled by a much slower, more methodical, more practical, and again, just lower energy sign. It's also a fixed fixed sign Taurus is. Whereas my Gemini Mars, right? This is in mutable energy. So it's going and going and going. And my Taurus has to come in and put halts and put stops on my Mars sometimes. So me really learning how to balance between the energy of the sign and planet that rules that house because that, that house is ruled by Venus since it's ruled by Taurus, okay? So understanding how to balance some of my Taurus and Venus uh, rulership over that area of my life, making all of those decisions and balancing that with my Mars placement that lives within that house, who's actually going through with and, and falling through with all the actions themselves, okay? It's a balancing game. A lot of astrology is learning about all these different areas how they're interacting with each other and therefore how to balance them, okay? Take it piece by piece like this. So I hope that, again, that this got you excited to connect with your Mars placement. Please do not hesitate to reach out to me if you have any questions. If you're in that witch school, your Mars uh, placement journal guide is available for you inside your uh, student portal. So go ahead and go check that out. And don't forget to head over to our Mighty Networks community and let's hammer it out together. Let's talk about our Mars placements together. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I am loving this planetary series. Thank you, thank you for your time, for your energy. I can't wait to see you next week. Stay safe, have fun, and stay magical out there. Hey, magical human. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of That Witch Podcast. 
If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share with a friend or give a shout out on your social media. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on both Apple and Spotify. And if you can't get enough of all of our witchy, magical content here in the neighborhood, you definitely want to make sure you're subscribed to my email newsletter, That Witch Gazette. It's a really fun, really convenient, one-stop shop to stay up to date on all of the news and happenings here in our neighborhood. If you have any questions, suggestions, ideas for the show, or if you'd like to sponsor an episode, you can send me a message at thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjurethatwitch. Thank you so much. I'll see you all next time.